Hey, Jan. Yeah. You ready to get Top Gunned tonight? Dude, I I cannot <laughs> describe you guys going to see Top Gun tonight? Up by, yeah. We're going to see Top Gun. Yeah. Oh, man. You're welcome to join us. I want to us. see Top Gun so bad. Oh, I'm sorry, man. I I don't invite you to movies because I know often I know. you're like- It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. I'm sorry, bud. It's okay. Well, let, Dylan, you got your ticket, right? I got my ticket. Let's see where we are. We're in the pod. Let's just say it. we're in the pod. We're talking about Top Gun because it's all people are going to be talking about for two weeks, I bet. Oh, man. I've been it's hearing good. that grown men are cry at the end. Grown that's men what I've read. That's yeah. what you told me. Yeah. Okay. I, <laughs> you told uh, me that. Sources say. <laughs> grown men are crying at the end of Top Gun. <laughs> like, I, I've heard the stories of like adult, like a, like, you know, 65 year old man and their 35 year old son seeing this movie <laughs> and then like walking out and like hugging each other because the they're just like, fuck? they're going through like an emotional experience that is oh, masculine, yeah. like, you know, just condoned by culture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're allowed to feel emotions for this because it's so masculine. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Uh, uh, Dylan, do you know what seats your friends got? Cause there's a golf 19 left they they got down in like the front they didn't sit up next to us oh they're so they're gonna be sitting with us yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, there may uh, let's see what seats we got this might be a fruitless endeavor endeavor yon i don't even know if i can go tonight i just was like okay. I, I wanted like i'm probably gonna see, see this again. movie so yeah, yeah i support movies that i like a lot by seeing it multiple times and i yeah you know you're gonna like this <laughs> i uh, everything, all the people that I respect as critics and and directors and stuff it like bangs. that are so jazzed about it. I also think Eddie Hamilton is maybe the best action editor right now, so I want to see his stuff more. Okay, like la- last weekend, I I watched Rogue Nation and Fallout back to back. They're just like, These movies are perfectly edited. They yeah. are so. Did he well ed- edited. he edited those? Yeah. He Damn. Did. Well, the yeah. the guy who did Tron and and um, Oblivion directed this one. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And his visual style is he like if anything else, his visuals fucking. Rude. Oh, I right. totally agree. Obliv- I mean, I, Oblivion, I remember visually? walking out of Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Saying, yeah, top notch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oblivion did the like pre uh, LED screen thing, right? Like they projected onto they a did huge a, projection yeah. screen outside. Oh. So like the yeah, the cool. sky house, basically, they just like had yeah. a, like a hundred and eighty, like two hundred and forty degree projection screen that they just yeah. went and filmed a bunch of cloud footage and projected it onto the screen and like stitched because the projectors yeah. together. That's that's some James Cameron shit. Yeah, because it was yeah. all glass. he did so much rear projection. It was all yeah. glass, like so they couldn't. There's so many reflections that they couldn't do green screen, so they just yeah. went with like the rear projection. And I think stuff, it looks better looks than sick. green screen. It looks, it looks better, so much better. Yeah. That's what they did with Batman, the Batman too. They did rear projection. Well, no, they did the the like the Disney or I can't remember what it's called, but it's the 3D animated uh, LED boards. That's not real high projection. definition LED screens behind you, and then you yeah. basically throw your uh, <laughs> CG it, onto that. It tracks it tracks the camera and moves oh. the screen based on the perspective of the camera. It's All actually really sick. Happening. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, that's why it probably looks like it has depth. Yeah. Because it'll and like move up buildings, you can see behind the building as the camera yeah. moves, kind of a thing. Brilliant! It's really rad. Yeah, I, I like what they do on Strange New Worlds too. They have the AR tech, the AR. I think it's LED. the same. They tech. use the same thing. It's the same stuff it's, they yeah. use on, yeah, um, yeah on the Batman. Those, and yeah, like, I think that's the best thing to do. Because yeah. it, no it more immerses screen. you, and yeah, no yeah. more green screen. You hear unless that? You have to do, unless you have to do something you're like interacting with. That would make sense yeah. to me. If you're like green screening something you're interacting with. But 
Well, the thing with green screens, I always feel like you can see when like the one bit of production design is on the set for Marvel movies. Like here oh, is yeah. a log <laughs> and then the rest of it looks like an know, real, digital painting. I don't know, we we <laughs> wouldn't like, get the sweet uh, behind the scenes uh, footage of like Star Wars episode three where they're having a lightsaber battle on an all blue screen set with nothing but them. You know what? I'm gonna I defend that one because that was you know, I know pushing the envelope. Yeah, rules. It rules. <laughs> Whenever people are like, "This sucks so much," like actors can't even like immerse themselves. Like, have you ever seen theater? Like actors, they got it. Also, yeah, actors can't this immerse is themselves. Not- it's called acting for a it's reason. Acting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, imagine if Laurence Olivier would be like, "I can't. I'm sorry, I can't connect with this because I'm not." you know, in fucking 14th century France. Well, to be so. fair, to be fair, when you're doing theater, you have an actual set to work off of yeah. and you're in a space, like a space. When you're With on the like a, a soundstage and it's all green and you're acting to a tennis ball, it's like, right. I know that I need to act, but like you guys are really not giving me anything well, to work yeah, with. I know, but like acting I, with a tennis ball, sure, but with a partner. Right. I, guess. I personally love when people get like, like try to defend like make it be like oh you're not giving the actors anything i'm like we're paying them millions of dollars yeah they got to act so let them do their job like i i don't think that's a defense for making shitty cgi movies and putting act and actors don't even know what movies they're in like for these Disney things they sign these contracts and they just come in and shoot whatever and it's like they sell their they just sell their their uh time and did you see time and this is I think we're in the podcast already, but did you see that uh, the Stan Lee like family sold his digital like likeness to Disney? Of course he did. Of course, Disney well, the last owns few, his face now. Yeah, because the last few did. years of his life, he wasn't even really in charge of his own estate. I know, yeah, of whatever. And this is this is what's always going to happen. It's bad. This will happen with every single major star, unless they right now construct wills that are basically like do not do that or yeah. laws which i think i mean some actors are going to be like fuck it you know i'm going to be dead my family might as well make some money off my likeness yeah, and it. others are going to be like fuck no which i think you know no, i would i would i would throw it if i if i if i was at that point it would either be a fuck no or it'd be like yeah you know what my fam my family can do that and they can only do it on a uh, royalty basis so they can't yeah. do a one-time sale like you have to get royalties yeah, yeah. every single time i get used like <laughs> yeah these young actors got to get smart though because if they're signing contracts that are like you're gonna get paid five hundred thousand dollars to be in this movie also we own your face <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like, it's nuts. yeah and then you're at a point where you're like well i don't have a an entertainment lawyer because i don't I'm not rich. Like I'm just a guy. Right. I'm just How a am guy. I supposed to read through this whole thing? Did you, just, uh, what's that? There's that, uh, zombie movie, uh, that, uh, where they like break line? into a casino. It's like a heist zombie movie. Is it no, that Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder one? Yeah. yeah. Um, that <laughs> movie, Tignataro, like basically came in after the fact because it was supposed to be, What's his name? Chris, Chris, Chris Delia. Delia. Chris yeah, Delia. And, and he him. got he basically got canceled and they fired yeah. him. And so they brought in Tignataro, shot all of her scenes on green screen, 
after the fact put her and just plopped her in there and she's like i never met any of the people in this movie yeah i came in and filmed everything by myself and so her and like um was it uh the rock uh Mm -hmm. basically like never met and so i think somebody asked her questions like what was it like to meet the rock she's like i never met him I know. I like don't I know. literally, and <laughs> I was after I found that out because I watched that movie. I was like, honestly, she did a great job because Incredible. I didn't even know that she oh, did an amazing God. job. <laughs> I, I like this idea of Tag. Just maybe that's just how she does. She's just a person that replaces people or does scenes alone. Like she just, just does her scenes alone in Discovery. <laughs> I mean, like, the way that they shot some of those scenes, I'm like, is she just in a different location? And there maybe feels like yeah. it. Maybe yeah. I found out that in everything, everywhere, all at once, at a certain point, because it they almost wrapped right before the pandemic started. I they read still about had a this. few sh- scenes yeah. to shoot, and uh, Michelle Yeoh had already gone to Paris to do something else. And so, what they were doing is they would set up and do everything in LA. And they would meticulously detail like how they set do the setups, and then they would shoot the other half of the scene in Paris by having a production unit there replicate the entire thing. Yeah, Two sound stages, same exact set, basically. Yeah, but that's really impressive to me. That's I think that's old school versus yeah. like we'll just do it in a green screen in two places and just and yeah, drop them in the post. Yeah. yeah. Kind of sucks. People do it. This is now a movie podcast. podcast because there's, there's never an- been one before. <laughs> <laughs> you know why we've, we're, taught, we're going to so off the rails? Because Jan went off the rails a month ago or two months ago or whenever it was. I'm going to take some responsibility for this because I pushed us to do basics last week. <laughs> <laughs> there was something internally going on in me that was saying like, don't do basics. Don't do basics. Trust me. Don't do basics. And like, I guess we got to do basics. Finally. We did. Basics. Turns out, I just kept trying to kick the can down the road. Turns out there's no holodeck content in basics. There's no, there's no we, just watched, content. we just watched zero. I feel like, like Lodare watched both part one and part two. And it, nowhere in our Discord did he put, there's no holodeck content in this. And I think that was on I purpose. Agree. Because I this think we made, we, he felt like we made him watch Basics Part 1 and Part 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, and, and so he's just like, well, I'm going to punish them. I'm going to make them watch this bullshit of, a, of an episode. <laughs> we deserve it. We deserve, okay. we deserve it. I mean, Sorry, Ladere. <laughs> we watched the episode. We watched Basics Part 2, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. I part two. I fell asleep two thirds of the way through it. I don't really know how it ends. It's 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 kind of a it's weird because a lot of it really works for me, and then I, yeah. a lot of it is just like this is horrible. Yeah, who made this decision? <laughs> I actually kind of like the episode. the The aspects of it wait. that I do like are the like uh, that murder guy, the murderer yes. guy, oh, who's no, being like rehabilitated. Great. Was I thought it was really cool. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's yeah. let's let's um everybody just. Uh, drop your car off or, or get dropped off in the middle of the desert and let your friends take your car or your enemies take your car away and um, try to survive. And then, and then when you're walking down the street and you see, you see some uh, bones of a dead human being next to a cave, tell your friend, go get those bones and go into <laughs> and that cave. all of the bones. And take all, take the, all bones. Of the bones. We need all these bones. <laughs> What? These bones seem human. We're gonna gonna want all these bones, trust me. (laughs) Why? 
we'll make a stew or something. Maybe use some weapons. Yeah, hey, don't worry. You can be fine. You want me to grab all these bones? <laughs> yeah, and spend as much time in front of that cave as you possibly can. I'm going to run over here and talk to some other people. How do you think these bones got here? I don't know. So, I got to go by. So when, yeah, when you leave your friend there, uh, go go back to your group with who they have headphones and an uh an iPod. It put your headphones in and then you start to hear screaming in the background, but it's drowned out by the sound of R. Believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Doubt that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. I like to think that Neelix is just listening to a podcast while that guy was getting murdered. (laughs) (laughs) So, the only saving grace of doing this episode is that it does connect to one that we did like a month ago which is distant origins the dinosaur one dinosaurs (laughs) because hogan's body is the body that they find is it it? (laughs) yeah okay that's the one so that's the only good thing about this so that's why you chose distant origins not realizing there was no holodeck content Incredible. Wow. I'm so mad. Incredible. At it's okay. This is the second be. time it's happened, John. The third time's a pattern. Yeah. Well, hopefully it doesn't happen. You got to get checked out if it's the third time. Yeah. You're going to have to go to the doctor. <laughs> you're going to go to doctors. I'm just going to say this. Are, do either of you, when watching Strange New Worlds, secretly hope that they're going to put the rec room in? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it's going to be like the. Hundred percent. I'm just like, I w- show me the rec room. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the rec room always, and I, I, I am hopeful that they will because not to spoil anything, Darius. I'm not going to spoilers. I have a lot of spoilers. There's, there's no, there's no spoilers, but there is a reference to a hologram, holograms in this newest episode. That's it. Yes. Holotech is out there. It it's exists. There. It exists. It's known. What I want out of it is. And this is like a long play and really dumb, but like I want it to be the rec room, right? And they call it the rec room and they do things in the rec room. And then like final episode of Strange New Worlds after right before it goes off air, we get a moment just like they did in the first episode where they're like, actually, they're calling it General Order One now. And they're like, that will never stick. That will never stick. Uh, With the holodeck. It's going to be called the holodeck from now on. Yeah, that's dumb. They'll never call it that. I think they should all find <laughs> out that they're actually dreaming in, in a hollow program. They all wake oh, up. Oh, you want to Enterprise yeah. this shit? <laughs> yes. Or that's um, Life of Mars, Life on Mars or something. Not Life on Mars. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? No. There was like a detective show in the mid-2000s that was really like, this feels like a 1970s detective show. That uh-huh. was the pitch. And they didn't even really reveal that it was a sci-fi show in the whole like advertising of the show or anything. But then there's like every once in a while, like something would fly on the screen and a person would be like, what is that? And then it would just keep running. And it got canceled after the first season, I think because they didn't sell the premise clearly enough. Because when I found out what the show was about, I was like, I would have watched every episode of this because it's a detective show, but they're actually all in a simulation 
while they're on a ship that's like going somewhere. That kind of rules. That's I kind hate of that amazing. It's not sellable, but I would. That's. I feel yeah. like it's something I would do. <laughs> I I love the idea that they didn't sell it like that. Yeah, and they didn't tell you that. But it sounds like they just needed to lean into the weird part of it a little harder every once in a while. Yeah. And so like, that a person would be like, wait, what's that? Drop those, what's, drop those hints a little bit more. So you're like, oh, yeah. I get sounds it. Sounds like it, it probably, yeah, it probably deserved to be canceled because it probably wasn't executed the way it needed to be. But it yeah. sounds like a good practical joke that I'm what, all what, about. That's all that I care about. What, uh, what station was this on? I don't know, but it was definitely in that era of like every channel was trying to find its lost. Yeah. Sounds uh, like it needs to be picked back up and rewritten by somebody better. Sorry if you wrote that script class. and you're listening to our It podcast. really was called Life on Mars. Oh, wow. It was called Life on Mars? And, and it was a it detective was, show? And it was a detective show? And they show? didn't say it was yeah. going to be a sci-fi and people didn't realize that it was going to be a sci-fi well, that was the other baffling thing about it is like, why, why is, is a called? show called Life on Mars? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a BBC show. Oh. Yeah, and I guess they, they rebooted it for America. How about... Oh, the BBC show probably rules. Probably. Speaking of BBC, has anybody uh, seen and or watched any of Apple TV Plus's new uh, prehistoric planet? No, it sounds cool though. It's, is, it a, is it fiction? No. Well, yes, but no. It's, it's um, a documentary. <laughs> yes. it, it's it's uh, Planet Earth, but for dinosaurs. Uh -huh. And David Attenborough dinosaurs. is the one uh, narrating it like he would Planet Earth, but they've just CG dinosaur stories mm -hmm. and like different dinosaurs into it. Uh huh. It's dumb, but I like really? it. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's dumb. It sounds like premium stoner content. Yeah, yeah, I would watch yeah. the shit out of that. And we, I started it last night, and um, Sasha was like, and for good po reason, like I would have been in the same, her same position if somebody did this to me. I'm like, what do you think about this? She's like, well, if we're going to watch this, I'd rather watch like Planet Earth about like animals that Real exist now, <laughs> like, <laughs> and not just like CG'd animals. I was like, yeah, fair point. I get that. That's fair. <laughs> But in two I'd be decades, in that same position. People, like, <laughs> kids are going to watch Planet Earth, and most of those animals are not going to be on Earth no, anymore. But they're real animals. It's gonna be, they're not CG'd animals, Jan. That's <laughs> true. That's true. Um, this episode. Uh, okay, we, we, the basics part two. But, yeah. uh, we, we're in it. We uh, came out on September 4th, 1996. <laughs> yep. Yep. 1996. Oh, September 4th. Uh, it was written by Michael Piller. Pillar, uh, and directed by our guy, Colby. 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 <laughs> Winrich. Winrich Colby. Winrich Colby. I'm not I, looking I, at the I, notes. The, oh, go ahead, Jan. Go ahead. I was just say I found out reading on Memory Alpha stuff about this episode that he goes by he went by Rich, so people would call him Rich. Rich, Rich Colby. Colby. Rich Colby. Hey, Rich. What are you gonna hey, say, Darius? Um. I'm not looking at our, our one sheet that we have for this about anything, but if my memory serves me correctly, uh, this was composed by uh, Return of the Mac. Of the Mac. Danny, Danny Mac. Mac. Danny 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 Mac. 
got it right. Good memory. Congratulations. Congratulations. Yeah, so I fell asleep during this episode two-thirds of the way through. I'm going to say that again, but I woke up for the credits and saw Dennis McCarthy's name on there, and I was like, good to know. Good to know. I got to remember that. Yeah, (laughs) baby. Just going to file that one away. Hell yeah. Um, This has actually has nothing to do with the episode, but it has to do with Star Trek. Um, last weekend, or last, was it last weekend? Me and Jan went and saw the original motion picture in the cinemas. Yeah. How was it? They did a re-release, and it ruled. It was a yeah. blast. It It's a fucking rad movie, especially in the theater. It's it's still a little too long, but you don't notice it as much when it's just on a big fucking screen. Yeah. Yeah. Watching it at home, I would not recommend. Watching it in the theater, when you're like, you have to watch it, fucking slaps. It's really cool. What if I like, I remember as a, what if I set my projector ahead. up, like blast my speakers yeah, and like, and like lock. lose the remote and like, yeah, you have to lose make, the remote, I, lock like, your phone in a box. Right. Like yeah. throw it, throw like open the window, throw my phone out into the alleyway and mm-hmm. just be like, this is all I have to do right now. Can't go anywhere. Yeah. I remember as a kid, my, my parents were really smart. They figured out that I like Star Trek very early. So they bought, you know, all the six movies that were out at the time on VHS. Mm-hmm. And whenever this is why I'm so obsessed with Star Trek because this is all I it's had the only to movies watch. you had. Six <laughs> Star Trek so, movies. So I would just like pick which one I wanted to watch based on my mood. And this was the the motion picture was the one I chose when I was like willing to be scared and spooked a bit because Ooh. it's really kind of spooky. It's fr- weird and freaky at times. It's a really weird movie. And yeah, like I the, love this the, idea the that model that, design and stuff. Yeah. I love this idea that Star Trek motion picture movies were your mood ring. You're just like, <laughs> yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a spooky, scary movie. I'm going to watch the original series, the original the motion, motion picture. picture. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cause it, it is freak. And the music is so good. It's really good. Jerry Goldsmith's yeah. score is nuts. The opening of it. It's just so, so anyways, fantastic film. And I love how little this goes back to us talking about strange new worlds and how I love the titles. Cause the enterprise is so little in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way they make the Enterprise so tiny mm-hmm. in the motion picture in the context of V'ger is so cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd have some, and I love Strange New Worlds, but I'd have some serious respect for PP and Kirksman if in the Strange New Worlds intro, they actually created a fucking model of the Enterprise and like had a little mini um, LED screen technology that they used. And they like did like the little like, let's film the miniature th- situation. Honestly? <laughs> Uh, it would so look good. sick. Like it wouldn't it would look, look tight. Bad. That that's the <laughs> it would thing. Looks so like- good. <laughs> well, the th- the thing is, they and actually before they played the movie, they sh- they had a little DVD um, special extra on it. Yeah. Which at first I was a little ambivalent about because I'm like, I I, I just want to watch this movie because I know it's so long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was cool because it was all about the miniatures and the models. And they talk about lighting and how much effort they put into lighting the ship, the model. Yeah. And I realized this is the thing that always makes CG stuff not look right is the, the lighting. Light. Well, because and, they don't know how to like blow it out. Like there's yeah. there's uh, natural imperfections in uh, cameras. And when you do it with CGI and you don't have those imperfections, it looks too perfect. You're like this yep. isn't real. Like this isn't being yeah. Uncanny Valley. captured. I, yeah. I think... I, I understand that CGI is cheaper and you, more dynamic and you can make it do more stuff, but I would love to see some 
some somebody decide to make a, a science fiction movie and, and like in a way that Star Wars, the new stuff, they're like, we're gonna have model puppets and stuff for the creatures. I would love to see a model ship and, and with the lighting and see what we can do with modern well, tech we can't, too. It's uh interstellar. They use all models for that. That's and you can tell and it looks it has fucking the texture. great. Yeah, and it looks yeah. really incredible. It looks like it's shot in space because mm-hmm. they, in the way, yeah. Yeah. Hundred yep. percent. It's really rad. Yep. You know what's not really rad? <laughs> oh man, we gotta talk <laughs> about this episode. Just, when you're stuck on a planet <laughs> and <sighs> you're like, oh, check it out, dude. I found a bunch of bones. <laughs> they look like human bones. <laughs> this, we should take oh, yeah, this as a we should take this as a warning. Bro. We should take this as a warning that this is probably not a good place to be. Also, we could use these as weapons. Take them all. I'm gonna go over here now. <laughs> I'm Honestly, gonna fuck off real quick. If I, I found that he was like, "You want me to take all of these bones?" Yep. Waste nothing. <laughs> like you know he straight up funny? was like, "All of them." <laughs> <laughs> Neelix has no authority. He has no rank. He's just no. a guy. No. And Lieutenant Hogan's like, I guess I'm fuck me. I guess I'm just collecting all these bones. This is my life now. I love how confused he looks too. Like I have never seen anyone in Star Trek look that distasteful at somebody when they're like, get all these bones. He's legitimately like <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Yeah. I'll, fuck. Yeah. I'll do this. I grab all these bones. I grab all these. Picks bones. up the rib cage. Like, what am I gonna do with this? What am I gonna do with this? And then cage? gets fucking just yeeted into the abyss by this monster. Was it the centipede snake monster that did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the dragon okay. centipede snake monster. Here's the thing. If movies have taught me anything. If there's bones outside of a cave, don't even fucking go near it. You just don't go near it. I feel that's like the thing that w- surprises humans, me the most. Yeah, we are. We have in our reptilian basal whatever part of our brain <laughs> says, "Yo, bones, get the get the fuck, fuck out, of, out of here." That, and that's the thing that surprises me the most is Neelix straight up says that. And then tells yeah. him to stay there. like, <laughs> And then like giggles as he runs away and looks at him like, oh, that fucker's done, man. <laughs> and like, I, yeah, exactly. Like later, he should have been like, I was just kidding. I was being sarcastic. He shouldn't have stayed in front of that cave and collect all the bones. Does he not understand Talaxian humor? <laughs> but can I also say, uh, Janeway does a classic leadership job of once everybody's like, like, cuddle around. Neelix is like, I feel bad. This is my fault. She's like, it doesn't fucking matter right now. No one else is going to die. Let's do this shit. I, like, didn't, I didn't fully understand her anger. Here. Like, I understand why she's angry. But if I was a crewman in this particular situation, I would have been like, why are you yelling at us? We're, I think we're not she's doing anything off. wrong. <laughs> I, I get it. Because I think in that moment, she's like, motherfucker. And Neelix, why did you do this? Also, I I have to be a leader right now, so I can't be too pissed off. Like, it just (laughs) seemed like she was looking at everyone, like, "Hey, fucking asshole, stop complaining about the worms, you you pieces of shit!" Like, (laughs) have you guys seen? Have you guys seen the GIF online? uh, The video—it's like security footage of like the guy with the 
with this uh, cement pavers and the woman who's helping him out and he's like stacking all these cement pavers like on Ed and she's supposed to be holding him while he's mm-hmm. trying to like get the rest of them up and then she just like lets go and like looks off into space and all of these cement pavers come down and like crush his fingers oh. and he's just like fucking shit and she's like oh and then like pulls them back and he just like lets go walks away and you can see on his face he's pissed off and he's like shaking his hands he's like you had one fucking job and that was to hold these motherfucking pavers i want i think that is janeway in that situation she's like neelix you had one fucking job make sure nobody died and you fucking killed somebody but now we can't focus on it because i don't want people to get pissed off at Neelix, so we gotta just focus on what's at hand right now. I get get that. I just think she (laughs) lost her cool and directed it at the crew instead of at Neelix. That that was my only issue. Well, because if she directs it at Neelix, then everyone's gonna direct it at Neelix. It should be... And you're not gonna have a cohesive unit. It should be directed at Neelix, because I personally am not a fan of when one person messes up, everyone gets punished for it. I think it's bullshit, and I don't like it. I get that, but in the moment, in the moment when you're trying to survive on a planet, you can't have people turning against each other. I you get gotta it. have people. Just don't yell yeah. at everyone. Take Neelix aside and be like, "Hey, man, don't send dudes in the bone caves. What are you doing? <laughs> well, <laughs> don't do that." I, I, I would just say, nobody. <laughs> hey, guys, let's remember that we're Starfleet and we have a hierarchy. And just as an example, <laughs> Don't Neelix, Neelix is not part of it. <laughs> Don't take orders from Neelix, for example. <laughs> and it was like, who else could she be talking about? Yeah, don't, take his yeah. advice. For example. <laughs> take his advice. But don't take orders from him. He is and just later, an advisor. <laughs> and then later in the episode, it's like her and Neelix, and she's like, they're in like the shit. And she's like, Neelix, I need you to go and tell people what to do and he goes and tells people and they're like um Janeway told us not to take orders from you no 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 but like in this situation like we really got nope Janeway said don't take or you're not we can't take orders from you (laughs) (laughs) but this is coming direct from Janeway she said she gave me permission oh did she did Mm -hmm. she because it came direct from Janeway to say don't take orders from somebody and she used you as an example but we all knew that it Mr. was you. Mr. Vulcan. It was really specifically about you. <laughs> Mr. Vulcan, they're they're saying that I don't have any authority. Mr. Vulcan. You don't. I can you just don't. see this is the this is the episode where where Tuvok and Neelix, like Neelix like, I gotta go and collect some fungi. And Tuvok is like, I will assist you. No need for anybody else to come. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they're out there and and Tuvok is like Mr. Talaxian, it was a pleasure. <laughs> he just like kills. Him. <laughs> he comes this is back. For the good of the crew. <laughs> comes back and says, uh, "Neelix was unfortunately eaten by the monster. He was the collecting bones monster. outside of the cave. Nothing I could do. <laughs> Nothing I could do about it." Everybody nods, and Janeway gives a knowing look at Tuvok, like a. They wink at each other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Whoops. At what point? Because I I forget. At what point in Voyager? Do all the Talaxians die except for Neelix? Because yeah, there was other I always Talaxians thought there was there. a genocide. I thought maybe it was I always thought that Neelix was the last of his kind. Me too. At what too. point? I thought so, but maybe I misremembered it just because like they were in that war with 
you know, the people right. that we did in the last episode, the Hakonians. Because right. Tom Paris is like, yeah, I'm going to go back and I'm going to talk to them, Talaxians. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> it's weird. Um, yeah, maybe, maybe there are talax- more Talaxians. I thought they were had gone extinct, but maybe it was just they got war-crimed a lot. Yeah, maybe they just, <laughs> they just got war-crimed a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe they exist. I don't know. Should we do a 30-second uh, recap of this? Yes, we could. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, Darius, it's actually your turn. Great. I'm not going to be able to give you what happens in the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the you person fell asleep, fell asleep <laughs> All right, I'm ready whenever you are. Uh, Kazon has like taken control of the ship at some point in part one and like left everyone down on the planet. Neelix uh, gets somebody absolutely murdered. Um, and then like uh, Tom Paris flew away to find more Talaxians. Uh, the doctor's <laughs> on the ship with uh, the murder guy trying to take the ship back because the Kazon have taken it. And I guess something happens. They get the ship back. I'm pretty sure the doctor like succeeds and the Talaxian. Oh, I remember Tom Paris saying like hey doctor you gotta do this one thing that was rough yeah that was very rough that was rough (laughs) I gotta say again I did not rewatch nobody banks (laughs) nobody banks I didn't rewatch basics part one but I do remember even as a kid watching this season premiere that this season premiere more or less completely ignored the premise of what happens in the episode before which i mean like yeah sure the case on takeover voyager and stuff but like this whole prehistoric culture on this planet and the all basically everything that happens on the planet i think is just awful it does not work for me at all (laughs) everything that happens on voyager is cool as hell with suitor and the doctor dieharding voyager and yeah. Um, until, uh, dope. Except for the part where Seska just gets ch- shaken up and dies. Yeah. What a whiff. I, yeah. I'm curious. Um, did she get hurt? What happened? The whole, I, it's not very clear. The whole, sh- they do the thing where the ship's shields stop working or whatever, right? There's like a big power failure. Everybody gets thrown around in classic Star Trek sense. She, she gets. Her head. A concussion really bad, but also still able to walk to her quarters to go to her baby. One last and then time. she dies. Mm-hmm. I think they, they want her on the there. show anymore. Which is dumb because she's like the coolest <laughs> thing in the show. Is yeah. Is just like crazy Cardassian triple agent who yeah has yeah, I don't I don't, I've they, I've never I've never liked her personally. So you know, like been a, I, I, it's always been a weird character for me. Maybe it's just because they mishandled her. Because like I, I she'll just she show up and fuck off, and then come back and be like, "Yeah, you guys suck," and then like disappear again. And it's just kind of a Chicago, weird. Like, I have your baby. I have your baby. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, bro, what is going on right now? And that's the other thing too in this episode is the doctor's like, "Us, oh, not Chicote's baby." Yeah, that's a big. I feel like that was a bigger plot point. I feel like they shoehorned a lot of these big <laughs> plot points into this yeah. one weird episode. What do you mean it's not well, his baby? I I very specifically made sure it was his baby. Well, you did something like, wrong it's because it's not <laughs> his baby. <laughs> I think the least interesting thing that can happen is undoing anything. 
and nothing happened. Like the two least interesting things that can happen is just saying like, just JK, we lied. And which is basically <laughs> all of Rise of Skywalker, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, all of that movie is just like, just kidding. We lied. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, so that, that's definitely that kind of moment of like, you know, that really difficult, thorny, complicated feeling that Chakotay probably has because his, like he was essentially, I mean, he's not, he wasn't raped, but he was violated in a way, right? Yeah. His DNA was taken to create a baby, which was not his choice. Very interesting episode. Yeah. But he still had a connection to this thing he thought. And then this episode's like, don't worry about it. It's actually not his kid. It's your kid. Yeah, what? it's the Kazon. It's kid. not. It's not his kid. No. Why did I invest all that? Why did I yeah. invest any of my time into thinking that? <laughs> what a this is a a failure. I think the Kazon. The episode did gangbusters though in the ratings. Apparently, it did had a nine percent share. Really? I mean, it, think it's, about that. To be fair, it's like a fun episode. Like the premise sure. is fun. You know, they're stuck on a planet. There's like you know the prehistoric people that are there that you know are vague maybe kind of racist but like uh you know it's i don't know it's kind of a fun episode the kazon suck though and every time i look at them i'm like damn the kazon really that's a big whiff also yeah they, it's a big they, slightly racist whiff <laughs> is it slightly racist i don't know so, it feels like it like they're wearing orange <laughs> they look like big they look like a reboot of Oompa Loompas. Just somebody was like, we're going to make Oompa Loompas <laughs> hardcore. That's what Kazon are to me. They're they scary Oompa Loompas. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> the hair is supposed to be kind of dready, right? Like that's the that's right. the thing that I feel is like on the edge of, of racism. I thought they were like, like rock heads. I thought their heads, I thought, I didn't think that was their hair. I thought part of their heads are like sticking out. No, it just <sighs> their hair looks plastic. It's just hair? Like, oh. <laughs> I don't. It's I don't, it's. I don't know. The Kazon is like one of the biggest flops of a like. Yes. Of a, a, a an anim, like a, a long series enemy that I've ever seen. They should bring them back. I would be all in favor of that. The, well, the thing is, they were they they were introduced as incompetent. Yeah. How is that going to be your big bad? Is <laughs> yeah. these guys suck? These guys suck. They just steal their technology because they're dumb. Which is kind of like the um, the pack leds, but, but the pack leds slightly. are like better in a way because <laughs> they're dumber. It's more fun when they're dumber. Like the Herogen was a way better big bad, yeah. and they should have had more Herogen stuff. Ju- justice for the Kazon. I, they should bring the Kazon back and make them really cool. Red- <laughs> redesign those motherfuckers. I don't give a shit I'd what they okay look like. Disco- I'd be okay if Discovery had some Herogen shit going on and like. Make it like the Herogens actually have gotten like really fucking smart. Like they like had like some guy re-engineer all of the technology they found and basically was like, no, we can't be dumb anymore, guys. We got to get smart. Aren't the Herogens the guys who are hunters on Voyager? I meant Kazon. Oh, the Kazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd say redesign the Kazon. Fucking go nuts with that. Get get fun. Nobody cares about them. Like... I, that would have been a great a great play for Discovery. Be like, yeah, we're gonna bring Kazon back because nobody really cares about him, and we if we fuck it up, they still have always sucked. So like, we can just but we can yeah. do great. We can do something very Kazon. cool with them. Yeah, 
kind of like what Strange New Worlds is doing. Can't talk about it because Darius hasn't seen it yet. But. Butthole. Yep. That's me. Great episode. I would love to talk about that. <laughs> uh, That's me. Okay, guys. There's a lot of curry in this episode. <laughs> Can we just talk about some curry? Let's talk let's, about let's, some curry, let's make baby. Some curry. Apparently, his notes for all these weapons of the Hanonians on this planet, he kept misspelling the word primitive. I think that's very cute. <laughs> oh, I, I, sorry, I just fixed it because they were misspelled. Did you really? Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I thought it. I, <laughs> I was looking for it. I was like, wait, where are the names? I that was. Are misspelled? I legitimately thought that that was just a typo, so I fixed them all. <laughs> Sorry, they're back now. I hey, didn't realize in, that. He- if you're looking for a copy editor who is relentless, <laughs> Dylan Hamilton Smith. It's actually not me. It was Google. I just saw the red lines the and I was like, uh, this is bad. And do, do you have ADHD? Or, or, yeah. Uh, no, I have OCD. OCD. Okay. Yeah. 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 That is, yeah. Um, anyways, so yeah, he, 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 his notes were primitive weapons. And then the next one, more primitive weapons, <laughs> even more primitive weapons. Primitive. Still more primitive. P-R-I-M-A-T-I-V-E. Dan Curry's I misspell primitive. I feel you, Curry. Yeah. I, I, I still have to spell things out in my head as I'm spelling them. What I like about this spelling of primitive is it's P-R-I-M-A-T, <laughs> like primate. So it kind of works because, like, these guys are how you early spell primitive, primitive normally. P r i m i t i v e. Primitive, not primitive. Primitive, not primitive. Primat, primitive. Yeah. See, Ooh, I'd probably is... do the same thing. I'd probably be like primitive, 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 m a, prim, primitive. And his little story about it is like when he was a kid, he he had books on early cave weapons and stuff like that. So he like went to town when he found out what this episode was about. We just need people who are really passionate and have are weird and silly like Dan Curry. Do we find out, because I, again, I fell asleep two thirds of the way through this episode. uh, Are these like primitive Kazon? No, they're just, it's just a prehistoric race on this planet. Gotcha. For some reason I thought it was like a, ancestor of the Kazon that like the Kazon like stumbled their way into space but these guys are still down on a planet I I don't think it's that I think they just wanted cave people yeah (laughs) they just wanted stupid cave people I love this whole scene though where they're like where like Chakotay comes down and is like I mean you no harm I have no weapons, and they're Listen like not speaking the same language. And then at the end of it, he's like, "All right, guys, just keep going and do not look back. Just keep going and do not look back." And all of the primitive species is just looking at him like, "Are they? Are they fucking leaving? Are they just? Are they just gonna? Yeah, they're going just gonna on? leave?" And then they start chasing them. Finally, like wh- yeah. when they're on top of the hill, they start finally chasing them. <laughs> I think it's nuts. I like I'm just trying to put myself in the brain of a prehistoric human. If I saw some weird ass looking humans, I'd be like, we gotta kill these motherfuckers right Let's now. Attack. We gotta kill them. Yeah. Don't know what it is, kill it. Kill them. Because kill that's him, how we him. survived. <laughs> I'm just shocked. They're probably now, the this, reason why there's bones near that cave that we don't go near. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're not smart enough. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> gotta kill them. Kill these guys. Uh, but instead they're, yeah, anyways, it's, um, I, I, I didn't, it didn't work for me. Any of that no. stuff. No. They you know did the lava that was cool. 
The lava what? was cool. Oh no, go ahead. Sorry, continue with curry. I, don't know, I didn't cool. know if you were done with curry or not. There, I mean, curry was involved with the lava. They they took sixteen millimeter footage of real lava, taken really? from different angles in Hawaii, and they studied it and tweaked it and skewed it into pers- to perspective that they wanted it. Then they added liquid nitrogen smoke to make it look hot and steamy. Mm, so it's all like dope. composite. So anyways, I just love that they. It wasn't purely CGI. They sixteen millimeter shot lava. That's dope. Yeah, that's sick. Love it. Anyways, go ahead, Darius. What you're saying? I was gonna say, you know, else I didn't. It didn't work for me. And what? it's classic Voyager. Um, the scene where Chakotay is trying to make a fire, and he goes, "I'm Love some this. Indian that I can't even make a fire." And I'm like, "Man, you guys really got fucking duped by this guy this who guy. said he was a Native American." <laughs> because <laughs> I lo- he doesn't okay. e- he doesn't even say his tribe. He doesn't even no. say Native American. He just says Indian. I'm some Indian. <laughs> well, I I will say that there that is a, a bit of um in in my limited experience that uh, indigenous people often like jokingly say like I'm the yeah, only Indian fine. you know who for sure yeah. but yeah he's like I'm the only yeah it didn't feel like that sort of thing no. you know like it um <clears throat> there's three layers to this little moment that we wouldn't the get watching the, the episode What's that? Is the hair one of the layers? I need to talk about the hair when you're done. <laughs> okay, when when I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I'm curious too. Apparently, they were just on a really, really, really long on location shoot in the middle of the fucking nowhere desert. And this was like two in the morning or something like that. And Robert <laughs> Beltran, who plays Chakotay, just could not get the fire to light. They were He was doing it the way that, that you're supposed to. And they just had to change it. They were actually trying it. to light a fire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just had to change it so that he couldn't, like he was having trouble with it. And then they shot like reaction shots at a different oh, time yeah. for when he that actually catches fire and did a close up and faked the fire to make it look like he finally got it done oh because he just couldn't light the fire, which is fine. That's, that's, light, that's real life layer, number one. For me... Layer number three, because the other one is just what you see in the episode, is just that we find out five seasons later that Chakote is a replicator man. Of course he doesn't know how to light a fire. <laughs> He's a replicator, so man. Oh, He's a replicator man. Fire. Oh, I'm a replicator man. I'm a replicator man. Okay, go ahead, Dylan. What um, was your thing? I just can't handle how much hair that they cut off of people to not use any of it. They 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 cut off like almost all of Janeway's fucking hair and they didn't even they used like a little ball of hair from somebody else and they cut off like four or five inches of Janeway's hair it was a lot of hair they are cutting off hair they're cutting off hair to start a fire in a desert location that we have seen has some sort of wooden vegetation (laughs) there's plenty of fuel it's all over the place. <laughs> and then they light the hair, which is going to smell like shit, by the way. They light the hair. Chicote stands up and goes, fire lit. And I'm like, there was no wood there. That hair is going to burn out now. And you're going to have to start over. <laughs> and then my one of my favorite parts is Neelix humps over. And he's like, hey, you know, if you put rock, if you put more rocks around this, it'll it'll make things warmer. It'll, it'll keep it warm. And then he's like, I'm you know going to go get some rocks. <laughs> Neelix. Felix probably would have been able to start a fire just fine. Yeah. Because he's... Yeah. 
Maybe don't have him telling people to get bones and maybe have him start a fire. Yeah, your your structure is all off here. Why yeah. have your your CO, your first officer, be on fire duty? Also, there's a hundred and forty whatever crew members down there. They've all been through Starfleet training. They all have diverse backgrounds. They should know how to start a Somebody fire. Somebody knows how to start a fire. I like to think Chicote was like, I got, I got this. this. I got this. I got this. And they're like, no, no, man, I've done I've literally backpacked through Alaska. Like I know how to start fires. And he's like, No, no, no. No, 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 I need to do this no, for I think my people. I think it's the <laughs> yeah, other way around. I, and I unfortunately think it was Janeway was like, Chakotay, you, you can start the fire, right? And Chakotay's like, you know, More probably man. should let, we should probably let uh, Ensign, Ensign Duver, Duver do this. He spent, Duver. he grew up in, grew up in Alaska, did a lot of, no, 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 Chakotay, you got this. You you're, got this. She's like, you're and, a generic <laughs> Indian, right? <laughs> he's like ah. and then like we should probably let Ensign uh, Conway do this Conway grew up in Montana like really knows this stuff <laughs> nope not Chicote. I think you could do this I'm pretty sure you can do this Chicote. I'm telling you right now this is not gonna end real <laughs> he's like I'm a, I'm a replicator man Conway come over here Conway how do you do this I just sticks together. Get some hair. It's like I got so much hair. Actually. So much hair. Yeah, we I actually cut off most yeah. of most of Janeway's hair. Yeah. It's like okay, so we're good on hair. You only need a small bowl ball. It's like, well, don't say that. Don't tell her that. Is this I, is this the moment where they decided to make a? Is this the, side, the minute where they decided to make a Janeway's haircut change? Yeah, <laughs> this is the moment. Oh my god. Um, so funny. I, I just just makes me think too of like Star Trek origin stories for all humans. It nobody is ever from like Dallas. You know, yeah. nobody yeah. grew up in and I wonder, is this because it's people who grew grew up in remote areas are more likely to want to go to space? Like, oh, he's from Montana, he's from Iowa, he's from Alaska. It's so of course City dwellers are more like it's like, no, I'm good here. This is yeah. great. This is a post. This is a post. I can't. Yeah, I can't see the stars because of all the light pollution. I don't even know what's that again. What is that? Is that space? I would like to think they figured out light pollution in this future. I don't think so. Everything's usually pretty lit. Uh Night shots. Well, but I I feel like they figured it out where like it can be. They figured something out where they they could bend physics to where like it can still be lit, but you could look up and you could just see all the stars also. It's just light is one of those things that I think is just, it's light. Like you're not. <laughs> What's well, I'm saying? They figured it out. They figured something out. Yeah, but, it's, but Dylan, it's light. Like, I don't. It's just, just light. I'm like, f- I don't think you can. <laughs> I can't tell if you guys are joking right now or not. I can't tell I'm if this is a bit. mostly not joking. I'm aware of it's what light is. Light. I it's know light. that. Like, like <laughs> if you can't make light. Produce light and also not produce light. I'm very aware of this. <laughs> I'm fully aware of this. What I'm saying is they figured something out that counteracts that. That's all You're that right. I'm they, saying. Like a black they, hole. They blast. They I blast don't know. Anti light above the light so you can see the stars. There's a weird little shield, yeah, or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what what it is. But if they put a shield up, then it would like reflect the light. No, like an invisible. I, I don't filter. Like a filter. you know, like a Terrell. You ever been like out. a Terrell like thing where like you can just see out of like it blocks all the light pollution just to see like yeah. the stars. Yeah. Something yeah. like that, but everywhere. 
somehow. <laughs> they filtered out the parts of the wavelengths of the light yeah. when you're looking up. Exactly. But when you're like just... It's like yeah. bifocals. You know, when you look up, you can see the stars. But when you look down, it, everything comes back. <laughs> it's, it's light. It's light pollution bifocals. Somebody drops something. Somebody drop drops something from their a balcony. Heads up and like look up and you can't see it. You can't, can't see, see it. it. I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my stupid light light erasing glasses that erases all light except for starlight. Starlight comes through somehow. Actually, no other I dropped light, my but... flashlight from my fifty story balcony. It will kill you. Okay, <laughs> if they could make starlight glasses, I would buy those. Yes, of course you would. I would buy it. I think because I they would think be worth a bajillion dollars because <laughs> they actually, would break physics. I could, I could be wrong, but I actually think they do have some sort of glasses that filter out the wavelengths <laughs> of of like LED city lights, so you can no see the sky better. Fucking way! That's funny because <laughs> it's just a frequency, right? So there's yeah. yeah. I mean, incandescent light isn't as bad for light pollution LEDs like they it's terrible for light pollution it's terrible for light pollution it's better for energy so. though yeah but what's more important so, our connection to the stars or or our connection the to the earth yeah yeah <laughs> my question. other theory as to why nobody is ever from New York City is because all these cities were blown up in World War Three. So yeah, my my uh, San Francisco. My fuck you to the San East Coast is saying that New York doesn't exist in the Star Trek universe. It doesn't actually. <laughs> I can't think of one instance where they reference Trip. New York. Trip. Right, oh, New York. Yeah, yeah. They're going to say people are from the East Coast. It's like, well, trips from Florida. Well, <laughs> oh, love that. Hilarious. Yeah. Trip is from Florida, but that's also a the middle of the fucking nowhere. Trip is like from like the swamps of Florida. Yeah, he's so. in middle of Florida. He's like he's from where yeah. <laughs> Took a ride he's in NASCAR a territory. Uh Cisco's I don't consider Louisiana to be East Coast, but Cisco's from New Orleans. That's true. I mean, yeah, there's nobody from New York, which is great. Love yeah. that. Big fan. That Paris exists. We know that Paris still exists. And the Eiffel Tower is still standing. So mm -hmm. we know it can survive a nuclear blast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just in case everyone or was wondering. Or they just like rebuilt everything when they got to post-scarcity. Like we should not have blown ourselves up. Whoopsies. That's true. Maybe they... Well, what happened to San Francisco? Did San Francisco get saved? Maybe the same thing. Interesting. Because there's that in... This is so weird. In the original motion picture, there was some stuff. This was like a they uh, remastered it, so they put like some CGI into places to make it look a little bit better. And in the shots of San Francisco, Salesforce Tower is in the skyline, the big penis in the San Francisco skyline, the, the pointy pyramid. <clears throat> no, 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 no. Salesforce Tower is now the tallest building in San Francisco. It's this huge penis looking yeah. thing and it's got like this projector on top of it it's pretty cool <clears throat> but it, I think it the dwarfs one is the, the rest oh, of the buildings yeah. trans american trans america building yeah or but they is it put the that in america there building? i don't remember so my thought is did san francisco get saved or did they just rebuild the skyline exactly as it was <laughs> i i feel like they rebuilt everything it's the only way you for me i can consolidate the fact that there was a World War Three where 600 million people died and all these cities are still looked the way that they did 
in the 21st they century. They rebuilt Salesforce Tower. I just have a hard time believing that they were like, yeah, they were like, it's an iconic part of the skyline city now. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, well, should we? I liked, I liked, um, I, I will say that I liked almost everything on Voyager. I liked Die Hard Voyager. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, we should talk about what's his name? Uh, Suter. Uh, Lon Suter, which is like kind of a haven't Star we, Wars name. Haven't we done a Suter episode? Yeah. yeah. Brad Dorif uh, played Suter. Worm, tries Grimo, to, worm he tongue. tries to use the holodeck to like satiate his anger. Yeah, He's exactly. He's a betazoid, right? Yeah. And Tuvok mind melds with him to like chill him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're making progress, which I really like that they followed up on the story. Then they kill him. I think it would have been more of an interesting challenge. I get, I loved that he's like, I don't want to go killing again. I'm just like, I'm, I've made a breakthrough recently. And the doctor's and then the like, doctor straight up like, you got to do this. And I know like it would be better for you if we just, if I figured out a way for this not to be a thing, because I probably yeah. could, but this is the way of least, this is the path of least resistance. So I'm going to make you yeah. <laughs> kill somebody again. I think exactly. <laughs> and I think that's a very 90s approach. Like sometimes it's okay to not do it right. I think now what would be interesting and the interesting way to tell a story is he's like, it would be a lot easier if I killed everybody, but I don't want to do that. So he finds a way to do it without killing anybody. And as a result, maybe that's what gets him killed, but he still like feels like, Hey, I made a breakthrough and I got to be a person that I wanted to be. That to me is a lot more interesting than, and then he kills everybody in engineering and then he gets killed, <laughs> and that's it for that character. <laughs> Bye. Because the people who wanted him dead got they got the best of both worlds. Like this murderer has been brought to justice, but also he redeemed himself. Yeah, yeah. Um, people uh, people who like the death penalty. So those are. But that that actor Brad Dourif did a really great job. Uh, he is. He he's really fantastic in that role. <clears throat> Are we gonna do the archive in this episode? I don't know if we Maybe even we talked about don't. that. <laughs> <laughs> I had this idea that we we are all just still on the planet because we went to go collect stuff. Like Neelix told us to go and collect stuff, Some and so bones. we did it. <laughs> and and we're just like, have you seen the rest of the crew? Like, I haven't seen anybody since my my only idea here. too is that we've like become really good friends with the prehistoric uh civilization <laughs> like the people and like f- like they they they're partiers man like yeah just, have <laughs> you had some of their mead their meat is delicious like <laughs> stuff. Fucking and rules. honestly i thought that they were speaking like a different language but i found out that like they're making it up too like all we got to do is just like communicate with like science yeah they're just making noises it's just fun for, it's just relaxing for them to say to make noises um i don't know if we need to do it i, I don't think we, we need to do it, it for this episode we, we blew it skip it this I blew time it. we blew it we blew it this episode is a terrible uh a terrible trek to the holodeck episode it's not a terrible episode i'm not gonna say it's a terrible i episode. think it's a banger it's, i think we've hit a lot of really cool uh things we've talked about a lot we've really if you want to listen to our movie podcast that you got a little taste of it. We don't, it's, <laughs> it exists. You just gotta find it. We do a movie. It's behind podcast. a paywall, but you have to find that wall. And then you have to well, pay to get through it. it. 
Yeah. <laughs> and you have to pay to get through it. Well, let's um, wrap it up. Let's wrap uh, it up. Should we rate it? Just for fun? Two. Oh, just a general two. I'm giving it a two. <laughs> well, I want to give it an extra point because it, it passed the napping test. So three. Um, right. I'm going to give it a three also because it's, uh, I like the stuff on, on, I actually remember liking both these episodes when I first watched them. Hey, it's the last time you see the Kazon. So that's, that's a good <laughs> big dub, big dub two, three, three. Okay. Computer. What's the average? I don't know. Something like 2.3 or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Six plus God. two is eight. Eight divided by three is just, it's too hard for me. It's 2.7 or something like that. It's not Sounds going on great. the list. 2.75 or something. Hey, we're um, all, we wanted to announce, by the way, that we are all now vehement supporters of Viacom, CBS, and Paramount Plus. Oh, in the, right? in, the upcoming in Corporation Wars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. In celebration <laughs> of Star Wars Celebration Day, um, <laughs> Or Star Wars, I don't even know what it's called. Star Wars Celebration, Celebration. is that what it's called? It's, it's just, it's just a, cel- yeah, Star Wars Celebration. Thing. Yeah, we realized how much we hate Disney, and if there's going to be the cyberpunk corporate wars of monopolies, we've we've hitched our bag to uh, Paramount Plus. Yes, go Paramount Plus. We're all on board. We will wear your <laughs> uniforms. We will fight uh, to the death. We will we will fight and kill all of the Disney robot soldiers that will be coming and you know, after you Kurtzman, for supremacy. I don't like you, but I'll, I'll, I'm okay with you. Yeah. Just because you're on our you, team. Could you just make the pause icon not show up at randomly? <laughs> <laughs> Does this happen on you guys on Apple TV? No. Uh, no. On the Chromecast, the pause icon, not only does it come up at weird places, but it stays on screen for like 10 seconds. So the ten sec- first 10 seconds of most of the episodes, the pause icon is just on the screen. Like, I didn't touch anything. Just, We're just watching the episode. It's like, hey, if you want to pause this at any time, it's possible. It's like, yeah, I know. I've, I've consumed media in the last three decades. <laughs> yes, I've consumed media in the past three decades. God, Thank you very much. Inexplicable. Inexplicable. Oh, my God. I'm not a Luddite. I'm not a Luddite. <laughs> um, this is not off topic, but uh, if we want to, I feel like maybe we should have uh, Katie on again because she worked on Strange New Worlds and now can actually talk about Strange New Worlds because last time that we had her on, she couldn't like really say anything. But she worked on three episodes of Strange New Worlds, so it might be fun. Which, to, which uh, Are they the ones <laughs> that have come out yet? The first three, Strange New Worlds, Children of the Comet, and Ghosts of Aurelia, which Ghosts of Aurelia is rad they're all great I, yeah I'd, lo- all right. I'd love to have her on if she's open to it I'll reach out reach out we I, should I, also I, have Kira on yes yes and was there somebody else that somebody had oh I have a friend that wants yeah guests are coming up everyone we're gonna we'll have, have some killer guests. guests coming up Jan I hate to ask this question of you now but what episode are we doing <laughs> <next>? <laughs> Okay. 
Give it to us. Like 98% certain that there's holiday content in this TNG episode. <laughs> Voyager, Voyager, oh, month Voyager month is over. <laughs> Voyager month is over. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Tune in two weeks from now on Voyager month is back. Yeah. Back. <laughs> back, baby. I can't believe I picked a Voyager episode without the holodeck, guys. Can you believe that? How hard that <laughs> is to do? It's actually really difficult to do. <laughs> it's like shooting, it's like shooting a, that's like shooting fish in a barrel and not getting fish. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. I did not hit the broadside of a barn. Uh, TNG Season 2, Episode 15, Pen Pals. Yeah, you fell out of a rowboat and didn't hit water. It's, it's nuts. Took a ride on took a ride in a rowboat. Took a ride on the rowboat. Took a ride in a rowboat. Fell into Sorry. the sky. Still my TNG favorite episode. What? Uh, Pen Pals, Season 2, Episode 15. Pen Pal. Cool. Woo-hoo. Sounds great. Sounds great. Uh, make sure uh, to subscribe to all of our shit. Twitter, Instagram, all the Twitters, uh, we're out there. And you can hop on our Discord, yeah. too. There's a link in the Instagram bio. There's a link tree. Our Discord rules. It's the coolest. Yeah. Intro and outro music is provided by the artist Bodyline. Use with permission from the Midwest Collective. Now available on Bandcamp. <laughs> Computer voice by Rona Blue. And as always, Viacom CBS, you guys fucking rule. Yeah. Death to Disney. <laughs> fucking Let's <rock>. go. <laughs> Stand strong. Hold. Stand hold strong. Against hold Disney. against Disney. <laughs> I feel like I feel like us saying fuck Disney is gonna get us in trouble way quicker than way. saying fuck you, Paramount. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get DMCA'd by Disney <laughs> so fast. We've never ever. Yeah. Oh god. That's so funny. Oh. All right. All right, homies. And program. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.